Hey y'all, I'm Brooke Hoover, a Louisiana native, actor, writer, and comedian. I've lost 100 pounds through diet and exercise, or shall I say, lifestyle changes. My 20 year and counting health journey has taught me that just like taking a diet pill for weight loss, body positivity doesn't magically happen overnight. I'm working on regaining my self-esteem and rekindling my love affair with Cajun and Southern comfort food in a healthier way, all the while juggling eating as clean as I can, reestablishing myself in the entertainment industry, which, as we know, is historically fat-phobic, all the while showing my inner fat girl some love. That's fat with a PH. Pretty hot and tempting. Let me tell y'all a tale or two. Hey y'all, it is Brooke Hoover and it's the inaugural episode of Who's Dat Fat Girl podcast. I initially was going to name it Who Dat Fat Girl because I'm from Louisiana. I'm originally from Baton Rouge, but my soul is from New Orleans. But I know that Who Dat of the Saints is copyrighted. So it is called Who's Dat Fat Girl, and fat is with a PH because that is pretty hot and tempting. And it's inspired by my solo show, Fat Girl Costumes, which is more so inspired by my journey of 102 and counting pound weight loss. And more so than weight loss, it's about the self-acceptance self-confidence gain. That's like an everyday issue. It's something I'm always working on, and we're going to dive in and explore that on this bad boy, or should I say bad girl or bad gill, because I call girls gills. Even though calling this like who's dat fat gill, that that would just be way too confusing. So girl is spelled like a normal person would spell it. Alrighty, so... It took me about two hours to even jump into this episode because I realize I'm a procrastinator. Uh, Fear gets in the way. I'm also more of a tangible person, even though I'm a very creative person. I love, you know, writing things, drawing things. As I've gotten older, I feel this need to do more tangible things to feel productive, to feel worthy, to feel worthwhile. So basically, I had uh, the podcast uh, whole setup. I usually have a voiceover booth, uh, which is my closet, which is actually where I am right now. But I moved everything out into my little office desk area, and it was just way too echoey. And I was trying to hold my dog, Annie, because she gets antsy when she's not near me, and it just wasn't working. So then I come into my closet, and I said, oh, you know what? I need to organize it. I need to clean everything out. So I start organizing my closet a little bit, giving my mom a sweatshirt that I don't want anymore, but I still really want it. So at least she still has it. So it's always going to be accessible to me. So needless to say, this is like a metaphor for life. It's a metaphor for weight loss or for any goal that you have. Why do we procrastinate or put off the thing that matters to us most? I don't have the answer for that. Um, I might have the answer for that at some point, but I don't have the answer for it right now. So let's dive in, shall we? Ah, that was so cheesy of me. I mean, who do I think I am? Like a therapist? I don't even play one on TV. And let's preface all this, y'all. I'm not a nutritionist yet. 
We'll talk about that. One day I would like to get my certificate. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a personal trainer. I'm an actor, for God's sakes. I'm just a person who's been through a lot of health issues, who's been a guinea pig in a lot of circumstances, and I basically got sick of feeling sick and being sick. So the weight loss was a byproduct. And this self-acceptance, I thought, would happen when I lost 10 pounds, when I lost 20 pounds. Y'all, it still hasn't quite happened. And I've lost 102 pounds. So, whoa, I think I'm fixing to cry. So I think like every therapist might do, we dive back into childhood. So will y'all travel back with me to the 1980s, please? So it's like 1983-1984, and I'm a super, super skinny kid, which is besides the point. First and foremost, I am a weird kid. I'm an only child. I'm still an only child. It's not like Ann and Bob ever had other kids for me, like I wanted them to. So I just had to entertain myself. And one of the things I would like to do while my mom was cleaning the house or watching The Price is Right Actually, Mama never really sat around and watched The Price is Right or any TV for that matter because that's what lazy people do, baby. So uh, I would just be walking around the house, but butt naked. Butt naked. I know that that wasn't quite clear the way I said butt, butt naked. And it's just because I felt free with myself. It was fun. And whenever people might ask me, why did you walk around naked? I'd say, because I'm a cat. Maggie, tell me if you know that reference, y'all. And hello, cats don't wear clothes. Have you ever tried to get a sweater on a cat? I mean, we feed a colony of like seven feral cats who are actually very friendly, and they do not want to wear sweaters. And one of my favorite things to do was just to walk around naked and crawl on chairs, and my mom would give me salad. But this salad was like, the best part of it was the cubed cheese and that Italian dressing that you, you know, you get in that little, I think it's a wishbone bottle. I have a vintage one. And you put like the oil in the packet. I mean, it wasn't really the healthiest salad per se, but I loved it. And I was just really comfortable with myself. I would go skinny dipping at friends' houses because we didn't have a pool. So every time I saw a pool, if I didn't have my swimsuit, I would just throw my clothes off and jump in naked. Now, mind y'all, like, this was all before the age of eight. So that was, I guess, a little bit more accepted. And my mom and my dad knew they couldn't really do anything with me. They didn't even try to tame me in that sense because otherwise I was a very well-behaved child. It was in 1988 when all hell kind of broke loose. Um, My mom designed and sewed these wonderful Halloween costumes for me, and I wanted to be a genie. So she made me this hot pink and with like green little bobbles genie costume, and I looked like I don't know, I guess like a southern sorority girl genie because the pink and green. But I felt so 
fun and cute. I mean, it was a really cute costume. And I show up to school and two of my best friends, Matthew and Peter, who I actually had named my dogs after, they point at me and they say, Brooke, your underwear is showing and we could see your fat. And the your fat, in this case, it could be you, like your Y-O-U-R, or this is a case where it could also be your, like Y-O-U apostrophe R-E, either case. That's when I realized something must be wrong with me. And I felt so much shame. I felt betrayal in a sense because these were my friends, but I felt like, who, who am I? Who am I? I'm wearing like a sexy little genie costume with my stomach showing. And my mom would have never done that to me. You know, my mom has always protected me. So I thought I looked good. Now about the underwear comment, my mom did say, baby, don't wear that underwear. Just go commando. But the LeMay kind of itched down there. So I wore the underwear. And I still to this day wonder, had I not worn the underwear, would they have ever pointed out my underwear was showing and that I was fat? They probably still would have pointed out that I was fat. That's the clearest line of demarcation of when my self-acceptance issues, my body issues started, and they just kind of kept snowballing. To not keep you all day, because I like my podcast to be short, we will talk about that a little bit later. I just have some things to say, though. It's cute and kind of accepted when a little young girl, like Jean-Benet Ramsey, God rest her soul, puts on makeup and is a little sexy. So uh, maybe that's why me acting the way I did was tolerated by my mom and my dad. And it seems to be really tolerated um, down south more. Also in the dance community. I was um, big into dance. We'll talk more about that later. Um, But it's like once this gill gets to be a teen or a preteen, her sexiness is not accepted. You, she can't show it because, God forbid, she turn on the pedophiles. But then when the girl gets older, it's okay again to be sexy. But, 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 you better have a perfect body. Or, 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 if you're overweight, you better have, like, a really, really gorgeous face and curves in all the right places. I'm talking about Ashley Graham, for example. I love her. I don't know her struggle personally, but she's a prime example of the plus size lady that society accepts. And again, I'm not saying her journey was easy. I don't know her full backstory, but it's acceptable because her face is gorgeous and her body has, again, curves in all the right places. Society is fine with that, but society is not fine with a plus-size woman who is overly confident. God forbid she be too much for Hollywood, as my mom and I's friend Bonnie would say, too much for Hollywood. Because God forbid a plus-size woman feel beautiful, feel sexy, feel accepted, love herself, because society keeps telling us that we're not supposed to do that. Oh, because it's unhealthy. Oh, you're unhealthy if you're fat. Not necessarily. 
I know many overweight people who have good blood work. I just wasn't ever one of them. Again, we'll talk more about that on another episode. But also, there's a problem if you're someone who's a little bit more like me, who doesn't fully accept themselves. I'm, I'm working on it. And that's one reason why we're doing this podcast is I'm helping myself, but really I want to help others. Or the other way around, I want to help others. I want to help y'all or at least make y'all laugh or entertained and also help myself. But society doesn't like it when you're not confident. I once had a teacher or I, I think she's like an administrator for college. I did not like this woman. She reminded me of oversteamed broccoli. Yes, oversteamed broccoli. She said to me once, Brooke, I've been watching you in African dance class. And uh, and I thought she was going to say, Brooke, you're an awesome dancer. She says to me, you're a big girl. You're a big, big, big girl. And you just really need to use it and to own it. And she crushed me, not because she said I was big, but because I was looking for a compliment on my dancing skills, she didn't give it to me, but also because she's telling me how I should be, how I should feel, how I should behave. And y'all, right now, like, let's just get rid of the shoulds. Let's get rid of the shoulds, especially when it comes to health and wellness and body image, because they just put a big negativity, a big weight that we don't need or want on us. You know, I say, regardless of what size we are, why can't it just be about not being 110% confident about yourself, but just having the ability to just be yourself as you are, imperfect, vulnerable, not fully confident yet, but still present and still here. Because at the end of the day, we all just want love from others and acceptance. And what we really want and what we really need, and I think often what we fight the most, at least I do, is loving yourself as you are. Because that little girl who walked around naked as a cat back in the 1980s, she loved herself exactly as she was, and she didn't give a Thanks so much for listening, y'all. It is my hope to inspire, uplift, and entertain you with this Who's Dat Fat Girl podcast. So if you're hungry for more, you can book me to speak or perform my solo show that inspired this podcast, Fat Girl Costumes, written by yours truly and directed by Brian Lady at your virtual or in-person event. Please visit brookhoover.com slash fluffybuttproductions or email me at contactbrookhoover at gmail.com for more info. And let's follow each other on Instagram. I'm at brookhoover. And the O's in my name are not the letter O. They're zeros. Not because I want to be a size zero, but because I guess I'm just so clever with my late 90s Yahoo self. And if you like this podcast, which I really hope you do, please give me a five-star rating and write a review on Apple Podcasts. And most importantly, share this with your friends, family, and other people you may know who are as fat as we are. That's fat with a PH.